A skulking sexual predator is silently sneaking up on a vulnerable and unsuspecting child in a playground. What's wrong with that picture? I'm Bill Newman, and this is the Civil Liberties Minute. Decades of studies, analyses, and reports demonstrate that the overwhelming majority of child sexual abuse crimes are not committed by strangers, but rather by the child victim's family and friends. But ignoring all studies and common sense, some cities and towns across America, including 40 in Massachusetts, in recent years have passed local laws that prohibit persons convicted of a sex offense from living in most of the city or town. It doesn't matter if the person convicted of a sex crime has never posed a threat and has never engaged in violence, or if the offense was 15 or 20 years ago, or involved public urination rather than assault. It doesn't matter if the person has been completely rehabilitated. I mean, why pay attention to reality and deny all individual assessment when we can paint all persons convicted of a sex offense with the same brush and ostracize them and make many homeless? Fortunately, in late August, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court, in a case brought by the ACLU, struck down such residence restrictions, stating the days are long since past when whole communities of persons may be lawfully banished from our midst. What's wrong with the picture we started with that scaremongering politicians want to paint? Well, just about everything. The Civil Liberties Minute is made possible by the ACLU because freedom can't protect itself.